channeled wisdom from the fifth dimension for the empowered and awake divine feminine. You are listening to the Eldora Rose podcast. Hello, beautiful goddesses. How are you all doing? I'm so happy we're on episode four already. Oh my God. Thank you for all the outpour of love. Like, God, honestly, guys, your comments and messages and emails about the podcast have touched my heart, truly. Olivia, our project manager, she sheepishly shared with me the other day. She's like, uh, Eldora, I'm kind of addicted to your podcast and I just can't stop listening. I've already listened to them two or three times. And I said, Olivia, what do you love about it the most? And she said, I'm going to listen to it once again to tune into what I love about it. She's so adorable. And she said, Eldora, I love the heart frequency. I feel like I'm cradled by a mother and I just feel so, so, so held and it's healing me at a DNA level. And that's extremely sweet, Olivia. So freaking sweet. Elsabeth sent me an email as well. I met Elsabeth at our recent Pleiadian retreat in Tulum, as well as last year in Croatia at our House of Ra music festival. And she says, Elsabeth, I, uh, she says, Eldora, I can't listen, stop listening to your podcast. And she said, you're like my mother, the queen, the goddess, my sister, my best friend, all at one. So I'm actually lying on my couch. I had an amazing day today. I went to the beach. I live here in Tulum. For those of you who don't know that, I live in Tulum, Mexico. It's like a heaven on earth. Literally, I feel like I'm in new earth already based on how amazing I feel and how welcome I feel in this land. So I'm just, I feel like my podcast is me chilling with you guys. I'm just lying on my couch. I have my cell phone in my hand and I'm recording this away. So let's see where this goes. So what I want to tell you guys today is about this absolutely amazing spiritual experience I had where I had a visitation from Osho. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Osho. He's an ascended master. He, I think, passed, he walked on earth. He passed away, I think, in, 19, in the 1990s. So he was always called uh, like all kinds of mockery names, like the Rolls Royce guru. He had no abundance blocks. He was super ahead of his time and very flamboyant. He lived an amazing life. And Osho is actually one of our biggest teachers of the ego. When Siman was 21, my partner Siman, when he was 21, he had, that's when he started getting his ego training directly from Osho. He had a mini spiritual awakening. And I started connecting with Osho when my ego training started. Osho is a master teacher of the ego. And he has many videos up online. You guys can have a look. I don't resonate when I listen to his videos because they seem a bit like old fashioned for me. But when the actual ascended master comes down to teach me, it is because then there's no accent. There's no like slow talking. It's just multidimensional, right? You just get it. So this is what happened, you guys. Two weeks, about 10 days or so ago, Zaman and I were in a sacred mushroom ceremony. And we were just like, I knew I was on the verge of this major breakthrough. I've known this for a while now, for about a month or two now. I've just known I'm about to pop. Something major is about to happen. And it was that night. So mushrooms are absolutely phenomenal teachers. We use a strain called the golden teachers. We, Saman and I have been shamans of the mushroom medicine for about 10 years now. We had our training in Toronto, hosted many mushroom circles and are now international 
like we host international mushroom retreats. Many of you guys know there's one coming up in April. And we have had the most profound, literally like mind blowing experiences on sacred uh, medicine journeys. This is just one of like hundreds that I've had. Every spiritual upgrade, I literally feel major one comes in on medicine because of how easy it is. And the reason is that our cells start vibrating higher, start vibrating faster. And it's easier for the higher realms to just come down and interact with us in that field, especially when you're like under the care of a good shaman and we really hold good space. So these are like very powerful activations that are lying ahead of all of you. And for those of you wondering what it feels like or how we know when it's Osho and how we know when it's Metatron, how we know when it's Yeshua, each ascended master, each angel has a different frequency. And they speak to you telepathically, they speak to you psychically, and you just know. And many of you have experienced it at our events. You guys told us in Tulum, you said, oh my God, when Siman said Father Thought was here, at least eight of us felt Thought independently. And later on at lunch, we all shared saying, Thought was actually here. And yes, that's how it happens. You just psychically know that it's that particular master. So Osho came in and he said, Eldora, you're at a major junction junction in your life. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God, somebody finally acknowledges it. And I'm like, yes, Osho, yes, thank you for coming. And he said, today I want to tell you about something, something very interesting, something that's going to set you free. And he said, you know how humans live with all of these limitations, like you're, you don't like clutter in your house. If there's a little bit of clutter, you get upset or you feel like, oh, I'm not a success or I'm not living life. Like my wardrobe is not perfect. I have all these dull colors. It's not like you keep looking for excuses where your life is not perfect. And he said, I want to talk to you today about the bird and the cage. And he said, the bird, think of the bird as your soul, your spirit, your true self. It kind of, it symbolizes freedom and transcendence and just not being bound by any material or like physical constraints. And he said, think of the cage as your mind, as, as the ego, like how you conform to society, how you conform to religion and all these limitations you put on yourself that prevent you from being the sovereign being that you are. Like the cage can also be seen like your um, like your belief system, your conditioning, how your parents conditioned you. This is good. That is bad. Societal pressures. You should get married at this age and you should have babies by this age or you should go to church every day or every Sunday. All these like restrictions, you can think of that as the cage. And Osho said, close your eyes, Eldora. And I did. And he said, I want you to feel if there is a cage around you. And I said, yes, I see it. And he said, look at the, look at the door of the cage. Tell me more about it. And I said, oh, it's open. And this was all psychic. We were all communicating psychically. I was seeing all this in my psychic vision in my third eye. And he said, it's open, right? So... What do you want to do? And I immediately, literally, my soul flew out of the cage in this mushroom ceremony. Literally, like I flew out, I felt it. And as soon as I flew out, it just, I could feel like my DNA started vibrating. My atoms in my body started vibrating. It wasn't like a, it wasn't something I could just do in a meditation. 
what Osho said is that that big jump you've been waiting for is this phenomenon. You are ready to transcend the limitations of your mental body. You have done enough work on yourself that you are now ready to fly out of the cage. And you can think of that as exiting the matrix. You can think of that as becoming eternal. You can think of that as enlightenment. Although that's such a big word, I wouldn't want to use it for myself. I have a long way to go. But that's what Osho told me. He said, this is enlightenment when you exit the cage. So that's very humbling. And I wanted to share with you how much this one phenomenon has completely changed my life. One of the first things that I saw happen after this phenomenon, like within the next few days, one thing about mushrooms is when these activations take place, the results are immediate. They're not, you don't have to wait five years or five months or two months to work towards them. They just activate in you. So the next day I woke up and all of a sudden, so many changes came about. So for example, one of the limitations I had created around myself was that I cannot express my soul's desire of hosting women's only retreats all over the world, Costa Rica and what have you, or doing something like a red tent ceremony in the upcoming House of Ra. Oh my God, by the way, guys, I have some amazing news to share with you. We are about to sign the contract with a kick-ass five-star hotel right on a pristine beach. It's absolutely stunning. And here's the best part. A, it's super affordable. We've like negotiated some really good prices for you guys. And I see all of you there. I'm inviting all of you. This is going to be the party of all parties. We do light body activations. We do meditations, yoga. There's like so much angel ceremonies. There's Gaia land healing. There's an ecstatic dance. There's a cacao ceremony, clay ceremonies. There's, you just have to come to experience it. We have galactic dance parties where Saman and I DJ, we're behind the decks and we're, we play deep house frequencies and it's a five day activating as fuck experience that I have not experienced this in any, like it's one of the highest frequencies I've ever experienced and you guys have to come to experience it. And oh, by the way, for those of you who have not tuned into our House of Ra music, you can actually go to mixcloud.com slash house of Ra and listen to the Croatia set. It's my absolute freak, uh, favorite and it's the highest frequency set I've ever heard in my life. It is so activating. It'll activate your DNA. So anyway, back to my story. I had this download after my spirit flew out of the cage that saying, hey, Eldora, you carry the sisterhood of the rose codes in you. You are a high priestess of this lineage. And why aren't you expressing your gifts and I said, well, Siman doesn't really like hosting men's circles. And so, guys, this is a vulnerable share, uh, share between you and I. And Siman will say this to you. He will be vulnerable and admit this to you. He doesn't really enjoy hosting men's circles. He really does not enjoy it because he feels like the feminine is already so much more advanced than the masculine in terms of their spirituality. So the majority of men are still working through very, very deep, dark stuff. And this isn't to say that we judge them, but he just does not enjoy. And I'll give you a super funny example. In the last Croatia New Earth Music Festival, I was having a goddess sisterhood night and we had non-alcoholic wine in wine glasses and we had strawberry covers in chocolate and we were all dressed up and we were playing we were having so much fun we were playing the same three tracks over and over and over again and doing catwalks after all of our healings and activations we were just having the time of our life and in the next door 
Siman was with the guys. There was about 20 guys and there was 120 girls. Usually that's the ratio of guys and girls in our events. But anyway, he was with about 20 guys. And they were all sitting in circle talking about deep, deep, deep shadows and all their heaviness. And Merlin, who was, uh, who works with us, and he, he was in the circle and he's like, guys, Eldora was having so much fun there with the god, with like the girls. And I felt like I was stuck in an alcoholic anonymous circle. <laughs> anyway, guys, I love you for those of you listening. But not everyone is like you. There's a lot of men who are like going through the hard stuff. So anyway, Siman doesn't enjoy hosting men's circles. It's just not his thing. And he doesn't do things that he doesn't enjoy. That's same with me. So because of that, I had stopped. I had literally put a veil around myself, a cage around myself saying, I'm not going to do women's only retreats or women's only things. And I had this download since this Osho experience saying, I want to host an amazing red tent ceremonial women's sisterhood of the rose circle at the upcoming house of Ra new earth ascension festival this august in tulum and i'm going to invite a mayan elder i'm going to have some of the sisters like you know add very like magical touches some of us will do a choreographed dance it'll just be freaking magical like our souls you know what i'm talking about our souls are yearning for this and yet i was not standing in my power and saying i'm going to do it siman you're not a small baby you can take care of yourself so of course siman was very triggered when i told him he's like what you're doing a women's only circle he's like fuck that i don't want to do anything with the men <laughs> we were all making fun of him in our team by the way we were like oh siman's so triggered he doesn't usually get triggered so this was adorable and then i'm like siman baby just go to the water park and play with the guys just have some inner child fun and he's like okay that I can do we'll have an inner child like fun play thing because I don't want another heavy alcoholic anonymous circle so we don't know what we'll do yet we might even bring in someone to host this circle but that's not the point do you see how much I was restricting in my energy like now that I've opened this intention up, I'm getting all these ideas. We'll have lanterns, we'll have red carpets, we'll have silk tents, we'll have gorgeous dances, we'll have food, we'll have, oh my God, we'll have connection, sisterhood. I'll channel a sisterhood of the rose activation. We'll do womb healing. We'll do all kinds of things. And then we'll dance just as girls. We'll do a cis ecstatic dance just as. <sighs> like just think about how much you can cage yourself without even realizing it because of these self-created limitations. So once again, I'm asking you, you crave freedom. Like as a woman, you crave freedom, right? But where have you blocked yourself from your own freedom? Where have you blocked yourself from your freedom, from your expansion, from your joy? Let me give you another example. I stopped socializing about four years ago. It was divinely aligned at the time. I just needed to work on my soul's path and start my YouTube channel and whatnot. And it worked really well. But off late in the last year or so, I've been feeling very isolated. And many of you can relate. There's a lot of, I don't feel lonely, but I feel isolated. And I used to think that it's because there's no one else that's a frequency match for me. And I had all these you know, ideas and stories that, oh, I don't enjoy people's company. There's so much drama. There's so much insecurity in people. And I'm just not willing to play those games. So I had put a cage around myself. And on one hand, I'm craving friends and socializing and new earth and all that. And on the other hand, I'm blocking myself from going to events. 
I did not. I have not attended one event in the last four years. Like I don't go to these ecstatic dances and all these spiritual events because I just find so much spiritual ego. So instead of going and then just being myself, I just stopped going because I just don't resonate with the frequencies there. So this is what happened since I flew out of the cage. I went to an ecstatic dance in Tulum. And not just that, I invited a whole bunch of people, some of the people who work with us and another friend who I've known her for years in London. We were together, but I never, ever reached out to see her because I had created a story that, oh, God, friends are like drama. And I don't want to I don't want that in my life right now. And so as soon as I opened up my heart, I looked at everyone with completely new lens, no filters. And guys, this has opened up so many opportunities in my life. Like I'm making new connections. I'm connecting with new resources. Tulum is like a buzzing, buzzing town. It's like a little new earth village and network of connections. And I was literally leaving myself out of all these timelines for no reason. And I just want to also add before I get back to this story that Yes, when we go out, we do meet people of different frequencies. But that doesn't mean we need to block ourselves from going out. All we have to do is realize how to respond in mastery and not take anything people say personally, not go into judgment, not go into separation and still have a good time. Yes, there are some spiritual egos. That's fine. The earth is a melting pot of all frequencies. But I had stopped going out because of all of this. So again, let's get back to you guys. Where are you creating limiting beliefs that are holding you back? Let's say you had no rules, no rules, no religious or societal conditioning. What would your life look like? What would you change? What else would you do? I'll give you another example, guys. You guys are going to love this. Oh my God. I had created this limiting belief that to grow my social media, Siman and I, we had created this belief that we had to follow a schedule and post three times a day because all influencers do this. To free up their time, they just put everything on autopilot. We use software and we make, like we just literally pre-schedule a whole week of videos. And guys, that was making our social media extremely robotic. And more importantly, even though the videos are doing great, they're getting 6,000, 10,000 views. Some of them have gone viral. They're getting 200,000, 250,000 views. Tons of people are coming into our vortex. But guess what it did? It started clogging up our creativity and our channeling. I stopped getting downloads. Siman stopped getting downloads because guess what? We had closed our tap of creativity by going into this posting schedule on automated schedule, we had turned off our tap saying, hey, we're not waiting for downloads because we don't need to make videos. Our next one week of videos are taken care of. So let's say we were getting a download today. We weren't making it today in a live Facebook Live because our social media was already taken care of. And that is the worst thing someone can do to yourself. Close off your tap of creativity. Do you see how intricate this is? Many of you may think, why am I not connected? Why am I not getting channelings? It's because there is something that is blocking that, clogging that energy. It could be something as simple as you're too much on your phone. The EMF is literally bombarding you and closing off your third eye. It could be anything. It could be that you're not tuned into your guidance. And by the way, we teach a kick-ass course on activating your guidance. It is something I super highly recommend. It's on our website, nems.love, N-E-M-S.love. And it's you go to premium offerings on the top and it's called Activate Your Spiritual Guidance. It is a mind-blowing class. 
So I recommend you check it out if this is if you want to start chatting with your spirit guides and getting downloads and starting to meet the masters and get, you know, direct training from them. This is a very well-made masterclass that we taught recently at NEMS and now we've put it up on our premium offerings. And so since I flew, since my soul flew out of the cage, I realized that this whole posting schedule was another cage. So I canceled the whole damn thing. And you guys might have noticed for the last couple of days, we're going live on Facebook on the spot. We're just in the beach and we're going live. And just that one change has created so many downloads. They're pouring in. Look at me today. I'm making my podcast. I'm just lying on the couch. There's no posting schedule that's clogging up my energy. My life feels downhill. And our channelings are our biggest superpower. And these automatic AI kind of posting, they were completely in the masculine energy, you guys. And what we need more than ever before now is to be in this feminine frequency of flow, effortless feminine flow. So keep asking yourself, where have you created cages for yourself? And I'm going to give you some homework in just a few minutes. And before that, I just wanted to, before we wrap up, I just wanted to share a very, very heartfelt story of what's been going on in my life these past few days. This one really hits home, you guys. It's even making me emotional thinking about it. And I wanted to share what's happening behind the scenes. One of our very first, and this was another cage I had built around myself, but let me tell you more. So one of our very first team members who joined us, we have a very deep bond with him. He's like our soul son. We even recall like past life memories with him where I was his mother. And because of that, Siman and I have started to spoil him. In the three years that he's worked with us, we've spoiled him and we've not held him accountable. So the moment I had the ceremony and my spirit flew out of the cage, I realized that I have subconsciously taken his burden and responsibility. Like I've subconsciously taken the burden for his well-being and care and I didn't even realize it. I had started to baby him and so had Siman. And that became my cage. He wasn't showing up to work with passion or drive. Something was off. He wasn't showing up to his highest potentials, which is something we super expect from ourselves and every team member. To be a part of our vortex, you need to be a master. You need to constantly up-level your game. You cannot stagnate. And we were babying him. And you know, guys, what I realized after Osho came in? That's not unconditional love. We are going at the speed of light in our vortex, jumping, 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 ascending, ascending, ascending. And in Merlin's case, he's an amazing and beautiful soul. And keep listening. You guys are going to love how this ends. But he couldn't keep up with our pace or the pace of our vortex. And our light was too big, too immense for him. And that's why he started stagnating. I asked Merlin's higher self, I said, what would unconditional love do? And you know what his higher self said? Merlin's soul needs to evolve at a slower pace than your vortex. And this is neither his fault nor yours. Unconditional love would let him go on his own path and cut all these cords that I have to take care of him. He's my responsibility. He feels like a soul son. I love him. Let him go. Come face to face with the situation that he's stagnating. He doesn't have drive. He doesn't have passion. So it means that his soul contract with you has ended. And don't take the burden for that. And many of you are doing this with your children. This is going to hit home for many of you. And come to terms that there are opportunities that are more suited for his soul waiting for him out there 
instead of holding him in this vortex and allowing him to stagnate and doing him and yourself a disservice we were shocked you guys because we were just shocked but the very next day this was just yesterday by the way we ended our soul contract with him we sent him a long email he was shocked he cried he was scared he took the whole day off and guess what he told us after that he said elder and saman my guides have been telling me this for 2 weeks now i had a very major um encounter where i got this guidance and i refused to accept it because of the bond i feel with all of us more than biological family this job you elder and uh, saman and you my team we become like family and anyway although he's in a bit of shock he's also optimistic that my goodness it feels like a noose around his head has been neck has been removed because now he doesn't have to go as fast he doesn't have to jump as fast and a more aligned opportunity will come his way that's good for him so just by taking off this cage i'm realizing i'm having one breakthrough after the other after the other every single day every single day any time i realize i'm in this frequency of being caged i just let it go and guess what these cages are they're just like veils they are veils to your most downhill and divinely aligned solutions so whatever feels heavy is because of the veil that surrounds it the posting schedule felt heavy having merlin around felt heavy not going out and not meeting people felt heavy so you guys get that so i have homework for you you may want to grab a pen and a paper for this so just pause and grab a pen and a paper and these are two questions two simple questions that i want you to answer number 1 what are the things i love to do in life that i am not doing what are the things i love to do in life that i am not doing and why am i not doing them what are the cages i've built around myself so that's the first question the second question what parts of my life feel heavy uphill and clogged up and what can i do to bring more feminine flow and ease into these parts ah <sighs> so enlightenment guys i just wanted to leave you with this is simply setting your soul free of all the limitations you've placed around it It's not something that needs to take an eternity. It can happen right now in this very instance. All we got to do is let go of these cages that we have built around ourselves and boom, we exit the matrix. And so I'm just going to leave you with a very powerful one of the most powerful commands that we use in our quantum metatronic healing modality, which by the way we're going to be launching for this end of this year. We're going to be training our first set of quantum metatronic healers in the most cutting edge healing modality. and this is a powerful command that we use and what it does it it literally recalls all the strands from all dimensions and all realities and all time spaces and makes you complete and as you get more and more complete and more and more present you can get more and more present to dropping all the cages and veils that you have built around yourself so you may want to repeat after me three times we'll do it three times together I recall all parts of me back to myself right here 
right now. I recall all parts of me back to myself right here, right now. Let's do the third one together, you and I together. I recall all parts of me back to myself right here, right now. And so it is. And that brings us to the end, my beautiful sisters. For those of you who want to write to me, you can feel free to comment on all my social media. I'm on Instagram at Eldora Siman. I'm on Facebook. Also, I believe Eldora, Eldora Siman. And you can write to me. Many of you have been writing to me to my personal podcast email, which is the Eldora Rose Podcast at nems.love. The Eldora Rose Podcast at nems.love. I love you guys dearly. I just wanted to invite you from my heart. There are about six or seven spots left for the upcoming mushroom retreat. I know that this is going to change your life if you decide to come. So for whatever reason, if this is something that you feel is a fuck yes for you, it's aligned and you have all these limiting beliefs coming up that are preventing you from making this jump. I invite you to let this go and allow the universe to catch you. I want you to take this jump, this leap of faith, because it's going to blow your minds, the kind of changes, the kind of activations, the kind of transformations, the kind of magic you are going to see. And I invite you with all my heart, if you are meant to be there, I will see you there. This April, you can go to get tickets at www.nems.love. Until next time, my beautiful friends, bye now. Please share this podcast with anyone you think who would love it, love it, love it. And I love you and I will see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.